Hi, welcome back to the Unraveled Podcast. My name is Nina. And my name is Alina. And today, I think I want to talk about what's going on with the buyer commission controversy thing Mm -hmm. this past year. Yeah. So I know that um, about that huge billion dollar lawsuit that's going on about the sellers getting upset about buyers having to pay buyers commission. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, really know how it works. I know it's nationally. So this is going on with a lot of different States. Mm -hmm. I know for Georgia sellers don't have to, well, I I would think in general sellers don't have to pay commission. Like Mm -hmm. you could tell your agent I'm not paying the buyer's commission. Mm -hmm. So I think it's interesting that about this whole situation, because you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Like you can literally put in your contracts. I'm not paying the buyer's agent commission. What's your opinion been on this situation? Yeah. Well, you know, in the state of Georgia, commissions are negotiable. There's, you know, so if, if an agent says that this is the market rate or it's just not correct, which is actually illegal to say. Correct. Um, that's price fixing, Mm -hmm. you know, and, but in Georgia generally it's all negotiable. I don't think this lawsuit is necessarily a bad thing. Um, well, first and foremost, really the only winners in this are the attorneys. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I think for the agents that you know are unethical or uninformed, it might cause them to leave the industry, which would not be a bad thing. But generally, also buyer agents too. Correct. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, if somebody doesn't want to pay commission, they want to sell their house on their own, they're welcome to do so. If they don't want to pay a buyer's agent's commission, they're also welcome to do that. But then there's two sides of the coin because if you need to get your property sold and you're hiring an agent because you don't have the time or the resources or the skills or the knowledge to get it sold, and then you want to list it for sale without offering compensation in an open market, oftentimes the better marketed property and with the most opportunity and that property is going to sell faster. So sure, you may not have to pay commission, but what if a buyer loves the house and they can't afford to pay a realtor? Then they won't offer on your house. So there's many different layers that I think it's going to turn around and cause additional issues that may lead to additional lawsuits. You know, obviously we're not attorneys, so we can't give any kind of right, legal right. advice, but in our opinion, I'm curious to see how this plays out because to me, not a lot has changed. You know, if a seller doesn't want to pay commission, they don't have to. They never have to. If they want to pay X amount of percent, that's fine. Um, But just understand, it's the same thing where a seller wants to overprice their home and then they're mad that the home doesn't sell for the supply and demand. I actually, like on my listing presentations in the last year, I actually changed it, how I did it differently because it's something that my coach recommended. Um, I'll usually go on a listing appointment and say, Hey, this is what I charge to list your home and to represent you. And you also have the buyer's agent side that you can pay if you want to. This is what I recommend. I recommend you offering X amount of X amount and percentage on Mm -hmm. their commission. But again, you don't have to pay a buyer's agent commission. However, here's what may happen if you don't. It's going to, your property price is going to get shown as much because most buyers are going to come with their agent represented Mm -hmm. and they're going to expect or want the seller to pay a commission. And you, again, don't have to do this exact figure, but you should just because this is what most, what this is what the typical going rate is on a buyer's agent commission side. And the thing is, you know, technically saying that this is the going rate is 
like part of the problem. Um, if we look at two scenarios, right? If we look at somebody who, you know, in 2021, there was like 20, 30 offers in one house. I'm sure plenty of people would have paid their agent to represent them as a buyer sure. just because of supply and demand. So if your house is such a hot commodity that you know you're going to get so much interest, sure, maybe as a seller, you may not necessarily need to offer buyer's agent compensation in order to get the home sold. But if your home is at the bottom of the totem pole, if it needs work, if it's overpriced, if it's like we're pulling strings, arms and legs to sell the house, then most likely anything you do to promote that house will be a benefit. My coach talks to me about it like this. They said, paying a buyer's agent commission is the same idea as offering to cover some of the buyer's closing costs. It's part of the closing costs right. associated with selling your home. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. You also Correct. don't have to sell your house. Correct. So I think a lot of people love to get into the drama of it and make it a big hoopla. But at the end of the day, if you have an excellent realtor who's representing you correctly, buyer or seller, and you're finding the correct property for you, it shouldn't be an issue. If somebody's uninformed or unethical, then you'll probably run into problems, but that goes into every industry. I'm I, curious to see what happens though. Um, yes, I think it, I think it's great if you, I, I think no matter how good you are as a realtor, some buyers can't afford, they may, at the end of the day, they, buyers want to have a realtor. They want to have the representation mm -hmm. rather or not they can afford to is a whole different, I think is a whole different mm -hmm. conversation because I've yeah. had buyers before because our contracts have changed over the years. And now they state that the buyer is responsible for the commission. And mm -hmm. it says it big and bold in the, in the, on the front page further down in the contract, it kind of explains a little more in detail. Mm -hmm. I had buyers freak out over that. And it's not because they don't think I'm a good realtor or that they're not, we're not worth what they're hiring us for, but because that's an extra, extra expense that they can't afford to pay and they're not ready to pay because they're already paying their down payment. They're yeah. already paying their closing costs. They already have mm -hmm. so many expenses alone that it takes to get them into a home. Yeah. And that's where it's going to, it's going to affect the seller and the buyer in a negative way. That's why I say the only person who wins are the attorneys, because what's going to happen is there are some buyers that at the end of the day, they cannot afford it. They can't afford it. So then they're going to have to start looking either at a lower price home which not, so if you're a seller, that buyer can't look at your house anymore because they can no longer afford it. Yeah. Um, if you have something like a VA buyer that's 100% finance, there are some laws in place with lending to where the commission is not currently included. Will there be changes down the road? I don't Possibly. know. But, but I think it also goes back to the fact of how you'd handle your listing initially. Mm -hmm. And which is why I tell my, which is why I tell the sellers, you don't have to pay a buyer's agent commission. Mm -hmm. You can, if you want to, here's what I recommend because mm -hmm. the chances are you having your property shown as frequently by an agent without offering commission are a little more slimmer, but mm -hmm. it helps promote your listing better when you're offering to pay the buyer's agent. Interestingly, I had a listing that we're under contract. Now we got actually four offers total. Two of the offers, including included in their offer, they put the commission negotiation. So they were like in the purchase and sales agreement. Yeah. So they in there in the special steps, they were which I think is smart. They're guaranteeing that they're getting paid, but they're wrapping it into the offer. So as you got two offers like that this year, mm -hmm, as if it's a part of the closing cost because that's what it is, you know. So one offer was much better and much stronger than the other. They were all they were also asking for a higher commission. 
we ended up taking that offer because it made more sense to the seller. But they had multiple offers. So in the scenario, one offer was cash, close in two weeks, over asking price, no contingencies. The buyer's agent wanted 3%. The other one, they were asking for 2.5. And even though that was less commission to be paid by the seller, it was a worse offer. So hmm. there's pros and cons, right? Because if you're getting more money, if the terms make sense for you, you're willing to pay for the convenience of that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where this is going to go, but I'm interested to see. It sounds like see. agents are trying to secure their commission. I guess because to I guess they're adding it in the contract, so then their buyers understand yes. that the seller that they're already trying to negotiate in advance to not make it a buyer expense. Correct. Because I had a completely different conversation with another buyer who was like, "I'm not signing the buyer brokerage agreement. I am not paying a buyer's agent commission because she didn't expect to pay it." She couldn't mm-hmm. afford to pay it. Yeah. And I had to f- explain to her further down in the contract and show her, like, here's a section that shows, you know, we are, we're already negotiating this. If it's in the MLS system, then mm-hmm. you're good. Sent her the MLS listing, showed her all that. And she was fine to sign. Yeah. And that's part of the problem. For years and years, many agents told their buyer clients, it's free to use me. It's free. It's, it's not free. Where in the world is any service free? Nowhere. No. Right? Mm-hmm. You pay for what you get. I know you get what you pay for. Other way around. Both. But if you tell somebody or if you, it's become popular to say, oh, it's free to use a buyer's agent. It is not free. Are you working to find them a perfect home, showing them multiple hours and hours and hours of work and paperwork for free? I don't think so. You're just not the one paying for it. Correct. It's negotiated into the contract. I think people that are strong negotiators, people that are great agents, good at what they do, connected and active, they will continue on smooth sailing because- It's all negotiable. Mm-hmm. If you're a poor buyer's agent, if you don't communicate, if you're not able to have those conversations, you'll probably be pushed out of the industry, which is fine by me. <laughs> Honestly, you shouldn't have been here anyway. Not you, but the people that came in thinking it's easy. Right, Thinking right. that it's free to be a buyer's agent or to hire a buyer's agent. It's not. My concern and where I think I'm a little bit nervous is the buyers that are getting 100% financing that they really have no money, they're taking advantage of certain government-backed loans, as they should, how will they be represented? So their option would be to go if, go directly to the listing agent. But then that listing agent is representing the seller. Correct. So you don't get representation. They don't get proper representation. I think it'll eventually be a lawsuit the other way. <laughs> you know, it's all going to be, I mean, I'm sure before we ever got into real estate, there was multiple conversations. It always ebbs and flows. But, you know, I just... The most important thing is that the client needs to be protected, whether it's the seller or the buyer. Are they represented and are they protected? Because if not, eventually there's going to be some kind of regret, buyer or seller. Okay. Um, but are you nervous or curious about, you know, what's going to happen to the industry? I'm honestly not. I've been in it for a minute and I feel secure in my business mm-hmm. that I'm really not. Yeah. I think it's, I think the people that are probably freaking out the most are like newer agents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not worried one bit um, as far as myself being a realtor. I'm a little bit worried about buyers that don't have the resources or the right agents to help them. So, I mean, if you're a buyer that's getting a government, a government backed loan, let's say a VA loan or FHA loan or anything that's zero, you know, you're not bringing anything to the table really do your due diligence on the agent you're hiring Mm -hmm. because that will make a world of difference if you can actually close on a house Mm -hmm. because believe me there's good agents and bad agents 
Uh, you need someone who can negotiate for you, be in your corner. Um, Agreed. I think those agents that are strong and ethical, they will rise above the rest and continue to get more market share and more clients because they actually are doing their job. Right. No, I agree. So I think that's pretty much it for what we wanted to talk about. Um, if you guys have any questions or want us to talk more about this, you can leave it in the comments. We post shorts every every week. We do about two shorts and you can comment on there. You can also send us an email or a DM. And thank you for watching. As always, we release a new episode every Wednesday. You can follow us on social media and see you next week.